Welcome back to Game Changers Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Fury, alongside Kyle Hespler and Jill Marinacci. Let's start with some updates across the world of sports. On the PGA Tour, Austrian Sepp Straka won the Honda Classic by one stroke over Irishman Shane Lowry. Daniel Berger had a commanding lead throughout the tournament, but struggled on Sunday, opening the door for Straka to secure his first career win on the PGA Tour. In the English Premier League, Manchester City survived Everton 1-0, marred by a VAR controversy to remain 6-up over Liverpool, who has a game in hand. Chelsea, a steady third as drama will unfold down the stretch for the all-important fourth Champions League berth. Manchester United, Arsenal, West Ham, and Tottenham have legitimate chances to get in. In the association, it was taken over by the young talent of John Morant, a human highlight reel for the Murray State product, who hit an acrobatic buzzer beater at the end of the first half, leading to a 52-point performance for the All-Star guard. And the birthday especial for Luka Doncic as the Mavs mounted an impressive comeback to defeat the Golden State Warriors. Currently, the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns lead their respective conferences as we approach the last 20 games of the season. In the Major League Baseball, the first two series of the regular season have been canceled as the MLBPA and MLB could not reach an agreement. This marks the first lockout since the 1990s, and people are unhappy with Commissioner Rob Manfred. And I'm just going to wish everyone a happy March because the madness is truly here. Ending February with a bang on Saturday. Not the top team, not the top two teams, but the top six teams in the nation all fell. Same day, same result, upset city. We start from Moraga, California, and Hail Mary. Number 23, St. Mary's takes down the number one, Gonzaga, 67-57 at home. The Gales had a balanced scoring attack headlined by a monster posterizing slam by Logan Johnson over Drew Timmy. The Zags fall, but still are the overwhelming betting favorite to win it all and still sit as the AP polls top team. From Colorado, Buffalo Soldier in the heart of America. The Colorado Buffaloes took down second-ranked zone of 79-63 in a second-half avalanche. The Buffaloes outscored the Wildcats by 21 in the second to pull off the big upset. A big resume booster for the 19-10 Colorado. Down went one, down went two. Third-ranked Auburn fell for the fourth time in the season and the third time of the month of February. The feisty Volunteers took it to the Tigers in the second half to secure a 67-62 home win. Rick Barnes of Tennessee have things rolling in Knoxville. Boiler down. The Boilermakers ran out of engine power as they fell 68-65 at the hands of Tom Izzo and the Spartans. A much-needed win for the reeling Michigan State. Coach Izzo tied Bobby Knight for the most wins in Big Ten history as Purdue suffered a major blow to their conference title aspirations. Rock Chalk Jayhawk down went KU. A top 10 rematch in Waco went the defending champion Bears way. Baylor won it 80-70 to take a share of the conference lead and catapult up the projections towards a number one seed. Does Baylor have what it takes to win it back-to-back? First team since the 06-07 Florida Gators teams. If five wasn't enough, if KU wasn't enough, down went UK. Kentucky went into the red-hot Arkansas and fell 75-73 in a tight SEC matchup. J.D. Note and Oscar Shibwe both notched 30 apiece. 
for their respective squads as the Hogs outlasted the Cats. Also, during the week, 8th-ranked Nova lost earlier to Connecticut in a hostile XL Center environment, and number 9 Texas Tech lost to a feisty Jamie Dixon-led Horn Frog squad. So needless to say, there was a shakeup at the top of the AP poll. Drama unfolded. The madness came early as spring blooms late. So what do we think of a crazy weekend in college basketball? Yeah, crazy week here, uh, Jack. We're seeing upsets. We're seeing it's March. Um, can't wait for the tournament to come. We're gonna we we got the conference tournaments coming up, and then you know uh, the the tournament. So I'm excited to see some of these teams get upset. Uh, we saw you just mentioned TCU. Saw them beat Kansas uh, last night. Um, they play again on Thursday. We'll see if they can beat them twice. I doubt it, but uh, we're seeing upsets left and right, and it's just showing. Just I'm getting me ready for March, so I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, we weren't even in March, and it was madness. Now that March started, whew, I, I'm really excited to see what happens, especially in these conference tournaments. It's going to be a big deciding factor to see where teams are seeded later on in the tournament. Yeah, the first time in the AP polls history that the top six teams all lost on the same day. Um, Saturday was pretty crazy stuff. Um, and as you guys mentioned, we're, we're shaping up for a good end of the season and into the conference tournaments before March Madness comes. Um, so I'll pass it over to Kyle to give us an update on some of this week's matchups, including a great slate of Tuesday action. So, Kyle. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Uh, just before I go on, I just want to uh, talk about a few few teams that I want to highlight. Number one, um, Wisconsin last night with the Big Ten uh, championship regular season. We'll talk about that in a few, but... Uh, they're they're uh, impressing me. Took down a Purdue team. What a crazy finish there! Um, but yeah, regular season champs for the Big Ten, Wisconsin. Uh, they can make a run in the tournament for sure. And um, another team that I think can make a run, Arkansas. Uh, actually, just took them to win the tournament. Obviously, might not happen, but they're one of my favorite teams. Um, plus forty five hundred, I think, was their odds. But I mean, they're ranked in the top fifteen right now. I think they can make a run. JD Note, um, he's just he's got he's got it. That's that's all I gotta say about him. Um, when it comes time for March, I like to have teams that can that have that one guy that just can put the ball in the hoop. Uh, someone like Jaden Ivy, someone like um, JD Note, someone like Boncaro. You need that guy that can get you a buck at the end of the game because in March you're gonna be playing close games and you you need someone to score the ball. Uh, we saw it with you know our team, U- UConn with Kemba Walker, Shabazz. They could put the ball in the hoop. So uh, I think Arkansas can make a run. And lastly, um, ever since I said Auburn was overrated, um, I think they've had like three losses now. So I just wanted to, to say that quickly too. But anyways, um, going on to this week of basketball. Uh, Monday, Baylor went on the road to Austin and took down 21st-ranked Texas. Overrated, as I've said before. Thank you. Um, Texas Tech bounced back from their loss over the weekends. And on Super Tuesday, Providence went to Philadelphia to face off against Villanova. It was Nova who jumped out to a 14-point halftime lead before the Friars actually stormed back, and they eventually only lost by two. Crazy game. Uh, I'll give it to the Friars. They actually played pretty well in the second half, um, but Villanova still came out with the win there. Uh, Like I said before, Wisconsin-Purdue played last night. Crazy finish. Um, Wisconsin was up most of the game. Purdue came back late. Jaden Ivey taking over the game. 
hit a three to tie it with about 10 seconds. And then Wisconsin comes down and hits a step back bank shot from the, from the wing. Yo, the bank was certainly open. The bank was certainly open yesterday in Madison. Two banks by Wisconsin at the end to get that one done. But pretty impressive stuff and a tight one um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know the bank was open that late at 11, 11 o'clock at night. I thought they closed before that. But apparently in uh, Wisconsin, it's open that late because we had Johnny Davis with this crazy shot. Um was almost a three-pointer actually, but – he banked it in from the top of the key with within uh, the last minute. And then at the buzzer, um, that freshman hit a bank shot from the wing. So Yeah, Chucky crazy. Hepburn, what a shot. Giving Wisconsin yeah. the conference title. Oh, onions. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, yeah. And uh, Big Cat from Barstool was there being a goon. Um, he was loving it. But, yeah, good for Wisconsin there. Um, they went on to win 70-67 with that last three, like I said. Um, another tough uh, 25 matchup today, uh, Blowout City from L.A. Uh, the visiting second-ranked Wildcats, uh, my team to win it all, dismantled the USC Trojans 91-71. Um, and USC is uh, not a bad team. They're top 25, and they crushed them by 20. So that just shows how good um, the Wildcats are. They got everything. They got Matherin. Uh, guard and then they got big guys all over the place they got like three seven footers um, so yeah they, they could make it run in the tournament for sure and two up, two upsets also on tuesday the buckeyes lost to the corn huskers of nebraska um even my boys at nc state could beat those those guys so shout out counter missile um i think nc by the by the equation here we see nc state beat nebraska nebraska beat ohio state so I think NC State's better than Buckeyes, but that's just my opinion. And also, the Kansas Jayhawks fall, uh, fell to the surging TCU Horn Frogs. So um, they're definitely building their resume there, the Horn Frogs. So we'll see uh, if they can make the tournament and what seed they get. As we finish out the college basketball regular season this week, we have some important matchups. Um, on Saturday, number 14, Arkansas travels to number 13, Tennessee. Number 21, Texas goes to number 6, Kansas. And number 16, USC goes to number 13, UCLA. And lastly, uh, one of the most important games this weekend, UNC travels to Cameron Indoor to play Coach K one last time. Last game here at Cameron Indoor for for these two teams, um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. They always seem to play close. Um, but I think, I mean, yeah, in Coach K's last game here against them, they're the better team. I think they should come out and crush them, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah. We'll see who finishes out the regular season strong here, heading into the conference tournaments and heading into March Madness. I'm excited for it. Yeah, Kyle, uh, it might be a bad omen, but you were mentioning um, a couple of teams you liked, including Wisconsin and Arkansas. I mean, those both of those teams are on my radar. Um, I feel like the Razorbacks are really stepping up at the right time. Um, in Wisconsin, I know um, Joe has mentioned his affection for the Big Ten, and um. I definitely support the Big Ten as one of the best conferences in the league, and um, winning that conference proves you're one of the best teams in the country. Um, so I think it's going to be exciting down the stretch, as you mentioned, um, and we'll see We'll see what happens. Yeah, winning that conference, definitely not an easy task. Um, I think these – I'm just really excited for these conference tournaments. Um, I think we're going to see another Big East matchup, Providence versus Villanova, a third time this season in the conference tournament finals. Um, I think Kansas is going to come out champions of the Big 12 after the conference tournament. 
Um, Arizona, I could see winning the Pac-12. I really, I kind of agree with you, Kyle. I know you mentioned before, I don't think USC is that good. Um, and yeah, I'm just, unfortunately, you know, I have to say Duke will probably win the ACC, but um, just because I think they're one of the worst conferences in college basketball this year, at least from the Power Five. Um, and yeah, I don't know about the SEC. Arkansas, they've just been on a roll lately, and I could really see them winning that conference tournament over Auburn. Yeah, I think um, personally the SEC is probably the, the deepest conference this season. Um, I know the Big 12 has an argument as well. Um, with a couple of their top teams like Baylor, Kansas, um, and Texas Tech. But I think the SEC's got legitimately five teams that are um, very good basketball teams. I guess four. I know Alabama's in the top 25, but don't support them. Yeah, I just them think it's really tough when you, when you only are limited to playing in-conference games. You know, we really can't see, now that we're in the second half of the season towards the end, it's tough to see how teams match up against, you know, out-of-conference yep. schools. We've only seen conference schedules for the past couple months so i agree um it's really it's tough to tell who's the best conference you know what i mean yeah it's definitely tough to tell the best conference um and i think that happens in football a lot it's um usually an sec bias and i know um clearly the sec's top teams um do deliver shout out to georgia champions this year um and bama from last year but i think um when it comes down to it they're they're usually ranked higher so winning those games catapults them up even though these teams might not be as good as they are um and i think that's a little bit easier to decipher in college basketball just because more teams get into the tournament um and there's more games to kind of prove um if you're good or not um but it, it should be interesting i'm going to give you guys some context on what's on the line this weekend i know next weekend um is those conference tournaments um to make it to the big dance but regular season conference titles on the line um in the acc duke it's their first time since 2010 to win the ACC, which is pretty surprising. I'm a 12-year drought for the Blue Devils, but they'll get it done in the final year of Coach K. Um, in the Big Ten, the Wisconsin Badgers did it yesterday. As we mentioned, the bank was open late, and um, Wisconsin gets it done over Purdue, who was one of their tightest competition, um, Illinois, right now in second. In the Big 12, Baylor has the lead over Kansas due to that head-to-head -head win and Kansas suffering a loss yesterday to TCU. Um, so the Bears have a good chance to um, take over that Big 12 crown, um, something Kansas has held on to for a long time. In the Pac-12, Arizona um, pacing that conference big time. Um, in the Big East, Providence won the conference based on winning percentage. However, they're tied with Villanova. Villanova has both wins over them, and they have one more game against Butler. Um, so it's kind of confusing how Villanova is not going to win the conference, but they won't based on the kind of COVID rules with some cancellations. And in the SEC conference, we've got a lot of drama coming down the stretch. Um, right now, Auburn has the lead, uh, but there are a few teams pacing them, Kentucky and Tennessee. I'm just speaking of a couple. Um, so that should be interesting in the last couple of games there. Um, I'll give Joe a second to shout out his D2 school um, winning their conference tournament title um, last week. D3, Jack. But yes, my Nichols College Bison took home the CCC championship to secure their automatic bid in the Division Three NCAA tournament. Um, I watched the selection show with them. Really exciting. And we got RPI, Rensselaer, first matchup in the tournament. Uh, Going to be played at Wesleyan University. 
Um, going to be a really good game, really tough matchup, and we'll we'll see what happens there. But it was a great win. Five straight conference tournament titles for the Nichols College Bison. They've just been completely dominant in the CCC the past couple of years. So yeah, really shout exciting. out. Shout out to the Bison. Um, North Dakota State Bison and the Nichols College Bison. I guess the Bison just know how to build a dynasty um, in college athletics. Um, but we kind of discussed this a second ago in terms of the best conference. Um, but does anyone have strong opinions? Um, again, I mentioned the SECs. I think the team or the conference with the best opportunity um, at the top with four good teams. Um, but does anyone have any opinions on that? Yeah, I'll go. I, I got one question for Joe before we move on. What seed are, uh, do they do like seeding and stuff in D three, Joe? What seed are you guys? Uh, they don't do. They don't say the seeds, but it matches up the same as like the Division one bracket. So if it they did give it seeds, we'd be a six seed. Okay, and is is there sixty four too? Yep. Yeah, sixty four oh. teams, and it it works a little differently. So there's host schools in each bracket. So like these first two rounds are going to be played at Wesleyan for us. Um, but other schools like St. Joe's, where Jim Calhoun coached, is in it. Um, yeah, like, it's like women's basketball, right? Schools. Um, Williams University, UMass Boston, uh, teams like that. Gotcha. And who's Wesleyan playing? Wesleyan's playing Husson up gotcha. in Maine. But it's at Wesleyan. Yeah, yeah. So Wesleyan's a host. It's like women's basketball. The first four game, or first two games are in the yep, yep, home. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hopefully the Bison can get it together. Um, I know the CCC is not the best conference, but um, uh, they delivered five straight years. So we'll see what they can do in the tourney. Yes, yeah. sir. Um, Anyways, yeah, going on to the best conference. One thing I'll say, the, the winning percentage thing, Jack, I wasn't aware of that, to be honest, about Providence. But, I mean, it's not surprising. Providence is frauds. Their regular season championship is a fraud. I mean, everything's about them fraud. But we'll move from that. Best conference? Yeah, I mean, I don't think this one's close. I know Joe's going to say Big Ten. But, I mean, the SEC has four contenders, four legitimate contenders to win the championship. Auburn, which I say is overrated. But the only reason I say they're overrated is because – I don't think they deserve to be five. I deserve. I think they are more ten or so. But I still think they're legitimate co- contenders with Smith. Like I said, they need you need a team that can put the ball in the hoop, and they have they have that with Smith. Um, Kentucky, Sheboy, um, you know he was contender for national player of the year all year. He's just a force down low. Plus they got um, Wheeler. They got some other guys that are just nasty. They're a contender. Tennessee. Um, I haven't loved them all year, but they're they're proving me wrong. They're a solid team. Um, they got Ziegler. They got some guys on that team as well. Arkansas, like I just said, they're one of my favorite teams right now. Um, JD Note, he's just he's just a bucket getter. That's all I gotta say about him. And then they even got Alabama. They can make a run if they're hitting their threes. Uh, they can make a run. I don't, I don't see them winning the whole thing, but they can definitely uh, make a run. So they got those teams right there at the top, and I don't see a better conference there. Yeah, I think um, the real only argument for me is the Big 12. Um, I know they don't have four teams in the top 14, but they got three teams um, with Texas Tech, Kansas, and Baylor. I know Kansas has looked shaky recently, and I know, Kyle, you said Baylor can't go back-to-back, but that's not really the discussion. The discussion is, are they one of the top teams? Do they have a chance to win? And the answer is yes. Um, So I think the Big 12's got three teams who have a legitimate chance to win it. Um, So I think they're a solid conference. Um, I know Joe supports the Big East, and I got to support them as well. 
um, to some extent. I know Providence, um, you can call them frauds, but they have three, four losses on the season, and they're a solid basketball team. I know they might not have the talent of some of these other teams, uh, but they're probably going to have three teams in the top four seeds um, going, going into the NCAA tournament, um, which probably only those three conferences can say. Um, so you got to give them respect. Yeah, I don't know how this is really a discussion, but um, of course, I love the Big East, like you said. But yeah, the Big Ten is the best conference this year. And if you, you just talk about all-around conference, we're not just talking about the top of the conference. This is top to bottom. Big, uh, The Big Ten is going to have the most teams in the NCAA tournament, um, and they're just dominant on top. Their teams down low can still contend. Um just all around, they have the best conference in the NCAA this year. Yeah, based on some bracketology reports that I'm looking at, conference breakdowns, we got the Big Ten with nine teams, Big East with seven, Big 12 with six, SEC with six. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, I, do, I do get the point of Big Ten might have nine teams, and I know you're a homer for the Michigan Wolverines, but there's no, they're not a good basketball team. Indiana, Wisconsin, Rutgers, I mean, they're not good teams. Like they're, They might get in. They might have the resume to get in, um, but you're telling me they're they're legit teams. Like the the nines a lot, but there's only really one or two contenders. And I think, um, in my opinion, hey. Purdue is a joke. So I think it's really Wisconsin um, who has to oh, lead okay. that Purdue flag there. Like the second best three point percentage. Purdue's a joke. Yeah, Purdue's a joke. They're a Purdue's bad basketball team. I'm just gonna tell you right now, they're getting bounced first round. Who are you talking to, Joe? I either Fury, not you. Have you even watched college basketball this year? I have. How can you say Purdue's a joke? They haven't beaten many good teams this season. They're okay. All right. We'll just wait and see. Yeah, uh, we will. Like the one thing I they do have big guys, so I think but if they play the against most teams in the tournament, can like pretty much tells you you're the best conference. What now? Whether you go far or not, that's a different question. Because now we're talking about. Who has the most dominant teams? Like, okay, the Gonzaga could go win the national championship. Are you going to say their conference is the best conference in the tournament? No, but I think it's par- partly it's about how many legitimate teams you have to win the title. Um, which I think again, the Big Ten probably has one team. You can argue Purdue, I guess, but there's not the, the top. Their Wisconsin top two. I think Wisconsin has the chance, and you can you argue. Don't think per- Illinois has a chance. I do not. No. Yeah, I don't think Illinois. I mean, they're a good team, but I don't think they have a real, real good chance. Obviously, it's March; it's they got a chance. But um, I mean, speaking on Purdue, quick before we move on to our next topic, um, I see, I see where you're coming from a little bit, Jack. But if we go through their schedule, I mean, they beat North Carolina earlier in the year. Who's a was ranked 18th? Yeah, but they're not a good team. It was. Pre- okay, it was. I, I agree, but they're still a tournament team. Uh, they're on the bubble. They're on the bubble. They're gonna make it. Okay, they might make it because their name, but they're they're a bubble team. Okay, let me finish. They yep. beat Villanova, good team, Iowa, who's now ranked. Um, they lost to Wisconsin. They beat Illinois twice. They beat Iowa again. They beat Ohio State. They beat Michigan, who could be a tournament team now. They lost to Michigan too. So I mean, Michigan's. A, if you're gonna say Michigan's a good win, I don't respect that. I think Iowa and Illinois is a good win. Um, and that's the. Providence has good wins. They play. They play a joke schedule. Yeah, I'm not saying they have a legitimate chance to win the title either. But who does? Who does? Um, again, I think Wisconsin has the chance out of the Big Ten. 
Um, I think Kentucky and Auburn out of the SEC. I think also, I mean, I don't think Arkansas and Tennessee, I know they're good teams and I like them. I don't think they have legit chances to win. I think um, if Kansas plays well, they can. But Baylor, um, Arizona, Duke, Gonzaga, probably Vill probably Villanova. Duke has a legit shot. Though. Yes, they do. Yeah. Joe, if you think you think Providence has a better chance to win the title than Duke, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Go further in the tournament. I think NC State has a, just as a good chance as Providence to win the tournament, and that's zero. So that's Providence is a decent team, but the Big East, the Big East, they've they've lost to Villanova, who's the real legit team in the conference twice. I know they were close games, but you lost the games you need to win. Nova is my team to win the tournament. I think they're a fantastic basketball team. Yeah, I do. I, I believe so, too. I watched them in person last Tuesday. I think they're one of the better, the best teams in the country. Um, but that being said, that being said, um, Providence, I just don't think they're going to win the tournament. They're, they're not going to make it past. They're not making it to the Sweet 16. They're going to be a good wow. seed, and they're losing wow. to a solid team in the second round. They're going to win the first round because they're playing a 14 seed, probably. And um, we're going to see what happens going down. So... All right. All right. I, I, I tell you, Duke doesn't make to the Sweet 16 either. All right. That's just the lock that they're going to. But anyways, going on to a bubble discussion. We got a couple of teams to talk about here. Um, if we think they're making the tournament or not, we'll start with Rutgers. I think I got to go yes with those four or however many in a row top 25 wins. Four, I mean, yeah. It's insane. Um, I know they have some bad losses, but. I don't know. I mean, if you can beat the top teams, you should be in the tournament. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree that I like Rutgers, and I think they deserve to be in the tournament. Um, but again, the committee loves the net ranking, and they're not very good in the net ranking. Um, they're going to have to probably do decently in the tournament. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Sorry I think to cut you off, Jack, but I just want to put in Rutgers as three quad one wins, which is something the committee looks very highly of. Yeah, they're just they just can't deliver. Um, they've had bad losses, and they 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 won those top twenty five games, but it's just not a good situation for them. Um, if you look at the Big Ten Conference, I think Michigan and Rutgers are both on a very similar level, and um, I think even Indiana was on the bubble. I'm um, at eighteen and ten, so that just and Michigan State until um, recently, actually probably back on after that Michigan debacle yesterday. Um, but that, that proves right there. These teams are decent in the conference, six in the conference, and they're on the bubble. So um should be interesting to see. I think probably just to fill out the top um, 68 teams, you're going to need to put some of these teams in. Uh, but I think as of now, Rutgers might be in the worst position out of those three, Rutgers, Michigan, and Indiana. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, that's that, that might be true. I mean – I think they should make it because they, they have some good wins. But like you said, Jack, the, the committee, committee likes wins and they like quad one wins and they like the net ranking. And, um, you know, we'll see if that, that Rutgers can get it done or not. But another couple of teams here, um, Oregon and TCU, um, I think they, they should both get in as well. Oregon has some solid wins. Um, they beat UCLA. Um, they beat Colorado. Um, Pac-12 is a pretty solid conference. They have some good wins there. They beat UCLA again, uh, USC. Um, so they have some solid wins. They're at 18-11 right now. We'll see if they get in. TCU, again, we just said they're surging uh, with the win last night against Kansas. Um, 
think they also should be in, but what do you guys think? Yeah, personally, I think TCU, what they did the last two games, um, I believe it was Texas Tech and then Kansas yesterday, um, late in the season, two big wins against top 15 teams. Um, that's kind of what you need to do to, to put yourself in, um, I guess, evaporate the bubble um, to some state. Um, in terms of Oregon, I think they're in a little bit tougher position. But again, as I mentioned before, you need to fill out those 68 teams. Um, they are on the bubble uh, according to ESPN, they were first four out. Um, so maybe if they can get a solid win in the uh, Pac-12 tournament down the stretch, uh, make, maybe make a run to the um, final four of that um, semifinals, then they'll, they'll probably get in. So it's going to be yeah. interesting. Um, I think if Oregon makes this tournament, which I do think they will, they're going to be real dangerous. I mean, we've seen them in years past. It doesn't matter what seed they are. They're ready to make a run. And um if they're a 12 seed, they're upset in that five seed first round. I don't care who it is. Um, I, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And as far as TCU goes, a great win against Kansas. Um, I also think they will make the tournament as a 10 or 11 seed. Um, and we'll see what it comes down to. Yeah, another team yesterday, actually, um, the Florida Gators, who are also on the bubble, they played against Vanderbilt and were down by like seven with in the last minute. Um, and they came back to win that. Um, Scotty Pippen Jr. Um, actually had two free throws with about three seconds to go to tie the ball game, and he missed them. Um, he had 29 points. He's he's actually one of the best players um, in the conference, I think, in the SEC. But Florida clutched it at the end to get back into that one and win it, um, which might be what they need because a resume lacklusting performance um, is what you don't need when you're in that bubble. So. Yeah, quick question for you guys. Uh, we talked about some of these big conferences, Power Five. Who do you think's winning the A10? In years past, we've seen the A10 have a have a pretty good team. Either VCU, um, we've seen St. Bonaventure, Davidson, Dayton. They've had some good teams in the tournament in years past. Who do we see coming out of this one on top? Yeah, I know um, that UConn played against two of those teams earlier in the season. Um, it was St. Bonaventure and VCU. VCU looks solid. Um, I believe they're second in the conference right now. Um, but I think it's Davidson. Yeah, Davidson's at the top. Um, I, I think it's either Davidson or VCU down the stretch um, to win that conference. Both teams, I think, are solid. Do you think the other team will make the tournament, even if they don't win the conference tournament? Now we're getting to some tough questions here. <laughs> VCU is a bubble team. Yeah, VCU is a bubble team. I think they're going to need probably to make it to the finals um, of the conference. I think they lost yesterday, actually, which is not going to help them. Um, but, yeah, I think VCU has got a chance, though. So. Yeah, a couple of my other uh, bubble discussion teams that I put in here. North Texas is going to be a really interesting one to watch. They have the best defense in the NCAA this year. Uh, I know I always talk about defense, but um, – They've really went, went on a good run, and they have a fantastic record this year. Um, I know they don't play in one of the best conferences, but do they make the tournament? Yeah, I mean, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. I don't know much about North Te Texas, so I can't exactly say, but it would be interesting to see if some of these teams like them can get in the tournament and make a run. It's always fun to see these smaller schools um, get in and make a run. We saw Oral Roberts last year. Um, we saw Loyola Chicago a couple years ago make a big run. Um, so, you know, I'd be down to see some of these teams come in and make a run. Yeah, North Texas um, in the net ranking is number 39. 
um, or th- yeah, 39. So that's pretty solid. Um, to give you some context, North Carolina is number 40. Um, and actually, they both have one quad one win. Um, North Carolina is one and seven in quad one games, and North Texas one and one. Um, so I think North Texas has got a chance. Um, again, Indiana at 43. Wake Forest, 42, Memphis, 41. Um, so they have proved that they're a solid team, again, against those metrics. The problem is they're in a bad conference, um, and if you can't get the job done, you're probably going to have a bad loss at the end of the season um, in that conference tournament, um, which obviously kind of can burst your bubble at the end. Um, but, again, if you're the top defense in the in the country, um, those metrics are going to support you, um, and we'll see. I think if, if you get into the tournament, it might be a tough out for whoever's going to play against them. Yeah, and then a really sneaky team, Colorado State. Um, we see them. They have five quad one wins, tied for 10th out of all teams. They have more quad one wins than uh, Michigan, Providence, St. Mary's, uh, more quad one wins than Michigan State, Oregon, Rutgers, all these teams. So um, I see them making the tournament and – do we think they have a chance to make it far, get a couple wins, or what? Yeah, just taking a look uh, again at the net rankings, Colorado State 28th. Um, it looks like there's three Mountain West teams right around each other, San Diego State at 26, Boise State at 29, I'm um, along with Colorado State. 22-4 and four on the season, um, pretty solid. Um, so I think, I think they should probably get into the NCAA tournament. Um, and I think, again, if you have four quad one wins – um, you're solid neutral site. They're four and Um, I could see them getting an upset. I think the mountain West, um, usually has pretty good competition. I'm going to know San Diego state has had a couple good runs in the tournament. Um, so I don't see why Colorado state couldn't at least get one upset in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know Colorado state, they were, um, undefeated for a while. Um, so I, I mean, at twenty three and four, like like you just said too, with the, all those quad one wins, I mean, I think they should be in, and they can make a run for sure. Yeah, we were talking about the bubble. Who's going to get in now? Who's going to get the number one seeds? Um, obviously, there was the selection preview last week, um, but now it's time. It's crunch time. One week left in the regular season, and then obviously the conference tournaments. Um, but what teams do we think are going to be the number one seeds come next Sunday? Um, as we start March Madness. Yeah, I'll start with this one. Um, I think the current rankings right now have it um, basically right for who I think is going to be the top four. Um, we have Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, and Duke in the top four of the AP poll. Um, and I think those are the top the top seeds as of right now. Um, obviously, Gonzaga is going to be a one. Arizona, I think, has done enough to, to be the one, even if they don't win their conference tournament. Um, and then I think Duke, I mean, if they get out early in the ACC tournament, that could change, but as long as they make it pretty far, they should also get a one. And then I think whoever wins the big 12 tournament, um, if, if Kansas can end up winning it, um, whether that's the, the regular season or even also winning the actual conference tournament, whoever wins that can, can, uh, take that one, that last one seed. Um, we also don't see a Big 12 team in there. Um, with, or sorry, we don't see an SEC team in there. Um, with Auburn and Kentucky, we could see one of them hop in there. 
in my projections if um, one of these teams loses, like Duke or um, somehow Baylor and Kansas don't get a, a one seed. So Auburn and Kentucky are also in the mix, so it'll be interesting to see how we finish out the season here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my one seeds are obviously Gonzaga. It's all different conferences. Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas because they win the Big 12, and Kentucky because they win the SEC. Those are your one seeds. Um, yeah, it's going to change, like you said, Kyle, once Duke loses in the ACC tournament. Um, interesting point. Do you guys think Duke will – if Duke and Kentucky or Duke and Auburn win their conference tournaments, who do you think gets that last one seed? Yeah, in my opinion, as you were talking, um, I thought – I think that if goes as accordingly – Either Auburn or Kentucky wins out to win the conference tournament and obviously their last game of the regular season. And Baylor and Kansas, one of them is probably going to win out and win the Big 12. Um, so I think those two, if, again, it goes accordingly and both one team in the Big 12 and one on the SEC goes undefeated down the stretch, um, I think those will be your four one seeds with Arizona and Gonzaga. I think Duke is on the one line at the moment. They just don't have any opportunity to really boost their resume. Um, while Auburn, Kentucky, and Kansas and Baylor both have a game against each other um, to kind of play for that one seed. So those are my four top top seeds. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think we can all agree Gonzaga and Zona are locks, and then um, probably... I, I wouldn't say Zona's a lock. We got to see what happens in that. I actually wouldn't say Gonzaga's a lock either. I think they're the best team in the country, but if you lose two dimes down the stretch against West Coast Conference competition... I could see them pu pushing them down to a two seed. Um, they'd be 24-4, and four, just like some of these other teams. Um, and again, they're out of the West Coast Conference, which is not the greatest. Um, I do believe that Gonzaga is one of the best teams in the country. Um, but again, their net ranking and some of those other metrics might drop if they lose to, say, a BYU or a San Francisco or even a St. Mary's again. So Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But I'm just... I'm just assuming that those teams are winning out. Yeah, yep, and, I agree. I mean, Gonzaga and Zona are probably going to make it at least pretty far in their tournaments. Um, so we, we assume that those stay. But, yeah, I like your point about we have basically three three real contenders for two spots. So that's Baylor and Kansas kind of um, taking them as one team, whoever wins the yep. 12, Auburn and Kentucky, whoever wins the SEC, and then Duke. So we got three kind of spots for two spots. Um so yeah, I, th I think you might be right. Um, unless Duke just goes on and just wins the ACC with no problem and crushes the teams, I think we might see the Big 12 and the SEC pop in there and have Duke be the um, the number one overall two seed. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's probably what's going to happen um, down the stretch. Um, I think some other interesting things is about the seeding. Like Arizona, for example, they're clearly the one. So the two other best teams in that conference, USC and UCLA, would have to play in that sec in the semifinals against each other. Um, and a similar dynamic in the Big East as Providence won the conference. So now Villanova versus Connecticut um, in that semifinal matchup, if, if again, everything goes as accordingly. So that gives uh, a Villanova and a UConn an advantage if they can win because then they have two quality wins down the stretch um, to maybe boost their seed. However, it does give... Um, the Providence and Arizona's the likely finals berth, um, which might clinch them a, a better seed down the stretch. Yeah, all good talk right there. Um, let's finish out this this discussion here with our pickums. Uh, we haven't done it in a few weeks, but I'm gonna hand it over to Joe to get us started on our pickums for this week of college basketball. Yeah, so first we look ahead to 
unranked but still solid Michigan State team going on the road against number 23 Ohio State in the Big Ten. I know you guys aren't big fans of these teams, but this should be a really good matchup. Um, who do you got, Kyle? Yeah, honestly, this was a tough one for me. Um, again, since I've said it about Michigan State, I mean, they've seemed to have lost, I mean, how many in a row? Or how many total since I've said it? They, they've just, they can't seem to win. I mean, they're just. They, they did knock off Purdue. They did. They did. I'll give them that. But they're just not a great team. And, I mean, we were just talking about bubble teams. I mean, wow, they went from, what, top 20, top 20 team in the nation to bubble team in about two weeks or something. So, I mean, they're they're trending in the wrong direction. Ohio State also with some, some pretty bad losses lately. Um, the boys at Maryland's Jack, shout out. Um, Getting the getting the dub there against Ohio State, and then also they they lost uh, to Nebraska. So I, I had I struggled with this one, but I had to just go with the home team and pick Ohio State. Yeah, shout out to the Terps twenty year anniversary since their championship brought back all the boys and um had to get that win over Ohio State. I think um I actually talked to Connor the other day and um Ohio State we're not feeling good about them at the moment um they keep losing especially against Nebraska like you can talk about Maryland not being a good team but Nebraska's on another level of bad um so I think it got to go with Michigan State um I know they got blown out by Michigan the other day um but or yesterday but I think um Michigan State's going to turn it around coach Izzo he's going to get the most wins in Big Ten um history with a win over Ohio State on Saturday yeah, I got to go. Unfortunately, I have to go with Ohio State, um, mainly because they're the home team here, and I always ride with the home team in the Big Ten. But Michigan State just been shaky as of late. Um, so is Ohio State, to be quite honest. But um, I think Ohio State's going to make a good push into this tournament, um, and they're going to come out with the win here. Joe, tough game for you to pick, right? Um, Michigan yeah, fan, yeah. and you got Michigan like State. Teams, but, yeah, <laughs> Michigan uh, State and the school down down south or whatever you guys call it. I got to pick one of them, and I'm going against because Michigan just absolutely blew yeah, out they did. Michigan State last night. Yeah, um, It was a great game to watch, not even close. <laughs> and, man, y'all can say whatever you want about Michigan this year. I know they're not great, but we have seen in years past recent years past that when march comes around and they get hot they stay hot i agree uh, i agree that they are dangerous in this tournament no matter what their seed is i think they're gonna be like a 9 10 11 seed um when they make it so <laughs> when they're gonna be really speaking really it into existence i guess um but yeah I, we'll see what happens um they have been hot in the years past, once again, into the tournament, but obviously every year is new, so we'll see. Um, and Jawan yes, Howard coming back for at least the Big Ten tournament, so um, oh, yeah. that might uh, be a boost of confidence. Next we got, like you mentioned earlier, Kyle, number 14 versus number 13, Arizona versus Tennessee in this SEC showdown. Uh, this will be a really interesting game to watch to see how these teams face off against each other. Arkansas took the first one at home earlier in the season. They won by 10. Will Tennessee bounce back, or will Arkansas continue this late season season push into the tournament? Yeah, um, this was a tough one for me as well. Uh, I've just been talking about Arkansas, how they've been one of my favorite teams to watch lately with J.D. Note, but um, I, you just said that they beat Tennessee at home a couple weeks ago, and we all know Arkansas, their home stadium is crazy. Uh, 
it's like a sixth man out there. But uh, I got to go Tennessee on this one. Sadly, um, Tennessee is fifteen and two at home this year. Um, I mean, I, that's just all I really got to say. Fifteen and two at home. I'm going to take my chances. Um, should be a good game. I'm excited to watch it, but um, got to go with the home team again. Yeah, 13 versus 14. Both teams have been playing well. Um, I think, as we mentioned before, both teams are solid going to the NCAA tournament. I think you got to go with the home team, um, and that's Tennessee. So I think Rick Barnes and the Volunteers will keep that momentum going in to the conference tournament. I'm going to fade you guys here. I'm going to go with Arkansas. I know it's tough to beat a team twice in one season, but I don't know. I just don't have that much faith in Tennessee this year. Um, I think Arkansas, they've just been so good knocking off some top teams, um, and they're going to continue their run and beat Tennessee here. Um, next game we got number 16 versus 17, USC versus UCLA. Pac-12 has held a few top 25 seeds this season, but depending on this game, we could see one of these teams fall further in the rankings with a loss here. Who do you think is going to win this one, Kyle? Yeah, another tough one. These are all tough games, honestly. They should be close ones, but um... – I'm riding home. I'm riding home teams today. I'm just feeling it. Um, I don't know when, when I when I got a close matchup like this. I just got to give the home team the the edge. Uh, I think UCLA has been kind of struggling, and we saw them like in the top five, top ten a lot of the year. Now they've fallen to uh, barely in the top twenty. But I also don't think USC is that great either. So I got to go with the home team and take UCLA, the Bruins. Yeah, I also have the Bruins winning this. I think USC is um, a fraud. I think they're one of the worst teams in the top 25. I don't respect them. They got blown out the other day um, by Arizona. I know they're a really good team, but I got UCLA um, bouncing back here, getting the win. Um, no way for USC. No one's as fraud as Providence, though. They're number one fraud. <laughs> you need to stop. You need to take it easy with that. <laughs> Number one fraud. I mean, I just that's all I can say. We'll see in the tournament. But we'll see. We'll see who the clown is because if the Friars do deliver, um, Kyle, the number one advocate against them. Um, so it should be interesting. But I mean, we all got our teams that we think is our fraud. Joe got Duke. I got Purdue. Kyle's got Providence. Um, so Actually, we'll see. Kyle, be be honest with me. Have you watched an entire Providence game this year yet? Joe, I watched the entire Villanova game last night, and I watched the first Villanova game against them. Okay. So you're only watching Nova play them, right? Haven't watched a single other game. I mean, what else am I going to do? Watch uh, freaking Providence play a trash Butler team, the Big East? No. Unless they're playing Utah. You're just going to watch Duke play a trash NC State team in the ACC. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you're going to watch Michigan play a trash Nebraska. Yo, give Nebraska some respect. They beat Ohio State yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, I got to go with UCLA here. I know we've kind of been redundant with this, but I don't think USC is that good. UCLA is really good, um, and UCLA is going to come on top here. And our final matchup, Sunday, March 6th, another Big Ten game. Number 24, Iowa, going on the road to face number 20, Illinois. What's going to happen here? Another one. Uh, I don't got to say much. Like I just said, riding the home teams today. I'm feeling good about it. Illinois, Coburn. He's too big for Iowa. They won't be able to guard him. Um, we saw, I saw the other day, um, pretty sure it was against Michigan Plummer. Uh, he was hitting every three. Insane. And then they got, um, what's his name? Um, I forget his name. Someone else on Illinois 
uh, guard that's also solid. So, uh, although Iowa does have Keegan Murray, he's really good, but I think the home team gets it gets the win here. Yeah, shout out to Illinois. Last game, they were popping off, but I think you got to go with the Hawkeyes. They're really doing well. You mentioned Keegan Murray. He's one of the best players in the conference. Um, I know uh, Coburn is as well, but um, I, I feel like Iowa's been trending well recently, and um, I'm going to take the Hawkeyes in this one. Wow, that's that's a tough pick, Jack. Um, I got to go with Illinois. Coburn averaging a double-double this year, 21.5 points, 10 Point seven rebounds per game. Um, he's just a beast down low. Um, although I got to give it up to Keegan Murray on Iowa, averaging 23.3 a game. Um, I think this is going to be a really, really good matchup. Um, but I got to go with the home team in Illinois here. Unfortunately, they beat my Wolverines on uh, on Sunday. Wasn't a great game for them, but it's all right. Well, they'll bounce back. Yeah, real quick, I know this might not be part of the pickums, and I think it's a general consensus towards Duke, um, but shout-out to Coach K. Final game at the Cameron Indoor um, Stadium after, like, 40 years of coaching. Um, iconic Team USA. Um, and, again, it's the best rivalry in college basketball. North Carolina going to go on the road to Duke on Saturday, college game day. Um, who you guys got? Um, just shouting out that rivalry real quick. Yeah, uh, before I pick, I was thinking about Trent Frazier and Curbelo on Illinois. So those are the guards they got. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I got to go Duke here. I think um, we'll see what Joey says. If he goes anyone but Duke, then he has no idea what he's talking about. But, I mean, Duke's the better team at home in Coach K's uh, last game. I mean, it seems like they'll do anything they can to get this win. I mean, it's just how it is. They're going to they're gonna do it for Coach K. Yeah. Um not going to disagree that Duke is the better team here, but everything in this rivalry is like dead even over yeah, the years. Yeah, I agree. It is absurd. To the points, and to the points. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, to the points, to the record, Duke won the first one this year, UNC is going to win the second one. Yeah, I think I got to go with Duke. The, the moment's different. This is the final game at Cameron Indoor, as I mentioned before. It's just a different environment. Um, you got to win it for Coach Kane his final game. And to Joe's point, that maybe maybe Duke Duke wins both times this season, but you know North Carolina will be back next year um, to win those two and even back this series. So crazy uh, rivalry, and it's crazy. It's going to be the final time. Roy Williams leaves last year, Coach K this year. Um, so impressive stuff. But that'll do it for this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at game underscore changers underscore podcast and stay involved with all the action. Also, stay tuned for a NCAA March Madness Bracket Challenge as we see who has the crystal ball predictions for the tourney in just a few weeks. Thanks for listening. On behalf of Kyle and Joe, this is Jack Fury saying see you next time.